Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On Rutherford Issues today, we're catching up with our friends from Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation. A lot of great things going on here as we have. Uh, Jumped into summertime, kids are out of school and uh, need something to do, Thomas Laird. <laughs> and we've got a lot of them busy. <laughs> That's good. So, summer camps have started this week. We have a big camp going on at SportsCom with Sports Camp. Uh, we have our after-school programs at Patterson and, and McFadden Community Center. And the Wilderness Station has Adventure Camp this week. We have uh, arts camp over at the theater. So camps have kicked off and started. There are a few spots for later in the summer. We've got a few camps that have spots open. So if anyone has not gotten signed up for a summer camp, they can can go online to Murfreesboro Parks and and type in keyword parks and that sh- I mean uh, camps and mm-hmm. they should be able to get more information on which camps are available and which ones are open there are a few slots left but just a few we are slammed with summer camps and uh, you know everyone is excited to get back in and and get going again now this is something that we really didn't get to do last year right (laughs) exactly we were very limited on what we had the offerings that we had last year we did have summer camps uh but it was it was a little quite a bit different than what we typically do so this year we're excited to get back to some level of normalcy uh, now I will say Sportscom is still a little bit different because we've had some issues uh, with our locker rooms and that's affected our outdoor pool so you may drive by and you may see folks swimming at the outdoor pool at Sportscom but that is just the camps uh, and controlled activities like lap swim and, and swim practice uh, but we're not able to open Burrow Beach to the general public just yet due to issues we had in the locker rooms uh, we had a couple of showers that weren't draining properly. We went in to repair that and realized that there were significant damage to the piping in itself. Uh, so all of the, the main drain line underneath the building has had to be removed. So we've had to cut out concrete. They've had to dig those old lines out. They've now replaced them with new lines. They were in the process of testing. Uh, once they get that secured, then they can put the gravel back in, refill in the trenches, and then we've got to re-pour the concrete, uh, and then that concrete will have to set and then put in uh, flooring. But contractors are working extremely hard. Uh, Gary Whitaker with the city is, is overseeing that, and they are working as, as fast as they can, weekends and uh, long hours. It was just a much bigger job than anyone mm-hmm. could have anticipated. So it really wasn't necessarily the pool itself. Right. It's just the access. You know, it's hard to open the pool when you don't have restrooms and locker rooms and, and things for people to go to. Not to mention there's quite a bit of construction equipment there at the entrance and around the pool. So we're able to open part of it, the memorial side, so that summer camps and swim practices and some of those activities can continue it's just not able to open it to the general public Mm -hmm. and and have large volumes of people in there so working you know seven days a week probably just about and and working real hard on that does that give you any idea of when or do you just kind of go (laughs) right there's a lot of contingencies a lot of things there we are really hoping that by the uh end of the week we'll be able to definitely set a dates but we're looking at about two more weeks uh on getting that to 
getting it back to where yeah. it needs to be to bring the general public in. Well, that's not quite so bad. No, not too bad. It delays us a little bit. But, you know, after we were closed all year last year, we were really excited about opening the pool. Uh, but there's just no way. The building's 30 years old. And literally, uh, Bart Fight, our superintendent, has a, a piece of the pipe in his office. It just crumbles in your hands. So. Really? Wow. Yeah. So uh, how, how did you discover that? Well, like I said, we had some shower drains that weren't draining okay. properly. And so uh, we had a guy look at it said those actual drain lines had collapsed. And we thought it was a simple fix of just digging out the actual shower drain pipe itself. Uh, but once we got they got into it, they realized that it was all the drainage, all the pipes that run through the entire building. So wow, unfortunate. You know, it's very unfortunate now. On the good side of it is, you know, we're not. If we hadn't have caught it when we did, how much damage could that water running underneath the building? How much could it have done? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure, uh, you know, if it could have just reared its ugly head last year. Right, you know, exactly, <laughs> or, like or a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, but that that sounds good to get that uh, open, and, and I'm sure the, the pool at Patterson is, is hopping. Right, Patterson's pool's open, and the indoor pool at Sportscom's open, so we have pools operating. It's just, I know it's very disappointing to the general public who wanted to go to the water park and enjoy the... Uh, the water park we're working as hard as we can to get it open so hopefully another couple weeks and we'll be back open for business that sounds good i I did want to uh before we jump too far into summertime talk a little bit about spring fling and uh boy we had such a, a great spring fling here this year the 28th uh, spring fling and uh you know it was just good to get back out there and i i'm sure um it was nice to just have parks and rec uh personnel out on the scene absolutely it it was a great event it uh, probably one of our best spring flings that we've had uh you know the weather held out for us we had great weather uh the facilities were phenomenal the high schools the the parks everyone had uh special care into their facilities we got a lot of compliments on how nice uh the facilities are i think the unique thing is we get all those compliments on our facilities particularly the the city facilities richard siegel park and starplex and adams tennis uh, and what most people that are complimenting on is they're just blown away that this is where our regular regular seasons and and you know our regular activities for our citizens this is where they get to play and and compete uh and that's pretty special for our citizens yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's pretty remarkable and the fact that um, it, it, it's just like a well-oiled machine, you know, after not having Spring Fling last year, you kind of worry about, you know, is it going to work as efficiently as it right, has in right. the past? But it's just like there was... Came right back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even, even moving the uh, track and field out to Rockville High School, that went really well. And, you know, that's a beautiful facility there. And uh, I think it, with all the... the changes and the different things that they had to do we had a fantastic spring fling yeah um you know i i saw nate out uh, we were broadcasting the um i guess that would have been the eagleville championship game versus summertown right and he was of course watching he wasn't doing any work but you know we had a little rain earlier in the day and uh just to get those fields ready i mean they, they did a remarkable job because we had a good amount of rain on that friday we did we did and you know the care that they put into those fields throughout the year uh they, they put conditioner on them and, and they keep them in really good shape so uh, uh those 
both Starplex and Barfield, the fields drain really well, so we can get a substantial amount of rain and it still be playable. Uh, and, you know, I think it really showed through at Spring Fling where we got rain and they were playing within the hour. Uh, that tells for the the year-long maintenance that's required for those fields to be able to react like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I kept hearing um, some of the fans walking around saying, there's no way we're going to get to play. There are no tarps <laughs> on this field, this, that, and the other. And it's like you turn around and an hour later you're out there playing, warming right. up. Right, And so it, I think a lot of people were impressed. And, you know, I was really impressed with our guys that, it, because I know what it takes to get a field to drain like that, it's not something that happens today. It's happened over the course of several seasons uh, that they've been working those fields. Yeah, great stuff out there. And appreciate uh, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation. And, of course, it takes a lot of people, a lot of citizens, a lot yeah. of volunteers to, to make that event go. Absolutely. But Parks and Rec folks were really busy that week. It is. Our, our staff does a phenomenal job, and the whole department kind of buys into that, and they realize that – uh, this event is kind of an anchor tournament for for the rest of the season. You know, a lot of these tournament directors that come in here that want to rent our fields, they want to play where state tournament was held. Mm -hmm. uh, and in many cases, these are hollow grounds. These yeah. Are, you know, for what, last 15, 16 years, this is where state tournament's been won and lost. Yeah, and um, we hope to keep it here for a long time, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. <laughs> We've got Thomas Laird with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation joining us. Um, Back to, to summertime and one event that has been a mainstay with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation in the summertime is Movies Under the Stars, and you're back. And that kicks off tonight at Barfield Crescent Park. So Movies Under the Stars is, a, I, I want to say they've, they've said it's an 85-year-old program. that We had a gentleman that started that years 80-some years ago, and it has continued on. He eventually became part of the Parks Department program, uh, but it's a free movie in the parks it starts tonight barfield crescent park the movies usually start around dark uh, if you want a complete listing of the movies to find out which movies are playing and there's a different movie each week uh, you can go to murfreesboro parks and just type in keyword movies uh, but barfield crescent park will be tonight and then they'll be back on thursday night at richard siegel soccer complex uh, and then on friday night uh, I believe they're at Cason Lane Trailhead, and on Saturdays, they're at the Fountains. So we've partnered with the Fountains there off of Medical Center, and so we'll be showing movies there on Saturdays. Oh, that's cool. So that's mm -hmm. a, another location that's four <coughs> nights, and so every every Monday in the summer, it's right. Barfield, right? Right. Every Monday is Barfield. Every Thursday is Siegel. Every Friday is Cason Lane. Uh, and like I said, you can check all that out at uh, the MurfreesboroParks.com and just type in keyword movies. Yeah, you got uh, the movies all listed there where you can check it out. It's uh, They're all family-friendly movies. And I think you were talking about uh, Hollis Harris back in the day uh, who, who yep. started that program many, many years ago, which it's, it's pretty amazing that something like that uh, has had a continuing legacy, but Parks and Rec uh, right. just kind of picked it up and ran with it. Right. We've got several programs like that. We have the Movies Under the Stars that's 80-plus years old. And then, you know, this year they're celebrating the uh, 75th anniversary of the uh, City Tennis Tournament. Uh, really? Yep. So 75 se years? 75 years. Uh, uh, most people don't realize tennis has that strong, that deeper roots, but uh, tennis is deeply rooted into our community uh, and that's, I think, why we have such a successful 
venue and and successful programs now. Mm-hmm. So uh, when is this coming up, or is it the this'll, season? This will be in September. Okay, it'll be city tennis tournament. You can contact the Adams Tennis Complex and get it more information if you'd like to enter uh, the city tennis tournament. I think priority is given to citizens. So uh, if you're a Murfreesboro citizen, you play tennis and you don't already know about it, the city tennis tournament will be coming up. End of the summer. Oh, good stuff. Thomas, uh, before our time gets away, I I know before the next time we have the chance to talk on this program, we're either going to be right at it or just past uh, the 4th of July. And uh, last year, that was one of those events that took a lot of uh, pivoting to, to get off of the ground and come to find out you found maybe the perfect location in the right. city to have it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, there's we're finding as we move through and, and things get back to, to the way they we perceived as normal, we're finding a lot of the changes that were made uh, in light of the pandemic make common sense or make sense now. And, and one of those uh, is the 4th of July celebration. We had moved it over to the, the over near the gateway uh, and had it partnered with the fountains so the activities and and games and stuff were there at the the fountains Uh, and then we shot the fireworks off across the road from the fire station and it worked really well Uh, that gave people the opportunity to park all along medical center parkway even up into the avenue uh, and further down Uh, so we decided we're going to do that again this year we have a band that will be playing with the part we've partnered again with the fountains and so there will be activities and food trucks and and lots of offerings there at the fountains uh and then about nine o'clock we will shoot our fireworks off uh, and you should be able to see it anywhere along medical center uh, parkway so there's lots of parking there uh, encourage everyone to come out and enjoy that you could see um Last year, you could see it uh, on Thompson Lane, mm-hmm. uh, over off of uh, Broad and Jackson Heights. I know a lot of folks kind of camped out over there. Right. Um, I mean, it, you just had a really good view in a lot of places. Right. And I, I, I've heard of one family that uh, somehow got to the top of the new parking garage and watched it from there. So. Yeah, well, Bart did that, yeah. I think, and, um, and, and could see it from out there. So uh, it was a... a a great event last year and um you know i think just the fact that to have something last year you know we right, really needed right. it and I, I think a lot of people will be ready for this um, one great thing about it if you're thinking you know i've been in the past and i've gotten stuck in that traffic that's what i thought was the best part of all of it last right. year no traffic i mean everybody got out of there so quickly and it, mm-hmm. i mean there were a lot of folks right it was a lot of people but you know that whole that gateway and medical center and the avenue and all that that was has been planned so well uh, to move traffic and for for it to be able to flow so the logistics of it works really well and like you said people weren't sitting in line you know getting out of mcknight park was always the you know you spent two hours at the event and another two hours to get out of traffic yeah. <laughs> and so this is a, a much much better and you know it, it while we're all spread out it it tended to bring the community together as a whole yeah it did uh and and for those who are planning to um maybe not be right at the fountains but want to hear you know the performers and the 
you know, fireworks set to music, you can listen on the radio mm -hmm. and be able to, you know, maybe if you are on Thompson Lane or at Jackson Heights, right. catch what's going on. So you guys are one of our partners. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, looking forward to that coming up on July 4th. And uh, all the information that we talked about here, Thomas, today, you can find on the Parks and Rec right. uh, website. And MurfreesboroParks.com. And the calendar there has a keyword search, so you can type in, if you're looking at summer camps or movies under the stars or 4th of July, just type in those keywords, and it'll bring up uh, information on what you're looking for. Sounds good. I appreciate you coming in today, and um, we'll see you sometime around the next 4th of July, whatever that is. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hey, thanks for having right, me, man. Brian. Thanks, Thomas. Thomas Laird joining us here in studio today to talk about Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation and hope you enjoyed it. If you came in uh, on the backside and you said, uh, gosh, they were talking about uh, the Borough Beach, I want to find out more. Check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Tap on Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to audio. This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. Hello, 